0: time for That Was The Woke That Was with Andre Walker. Hello and welcome to That Was The Woke That Was, the topical quiz show that goes through all of the wokest stories of the week. And on my panel tonight, I've got Lacey Butcher, Emma Barr, Lois Perry and the lovely Pete Barnes. But don't clap yet. Don't clap yet. Because we've also got the world's smallest studio audience. It's Dave, Harrison and Matt. OK, so, first of all, to Pete and to Lois. Yeah. A top psychic has claimed Harry and Meghan will break up after yes. two years. <laughs> is
1: it true or false? I think it might be true.
2: True? Yeah. I t- what about... It might be the timings are out, though. It
1: could be. No, yeah. no, no I, I think it's true. We're i got to go okay. true. OK. It is
2: false! Oh! oh <laughs> my God! <laughs> OK. Wait, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, to Lacey and to Emma... Keir Starmer says that one in a thousand women have a penis. Emma, is it damaging to women's rights?
3: Yes, absolutely. And if you can't define what a woman is, how can you talk about women's rights? I thought traditionally women's rights were for women. Yeah. But it appears that they're not.
4: No, yeah. no, not anymore. I mean, I've never I've never thought of myself
3: as a feminist. In fact, it's almost laughable that I'm now saying
2: that. <laughs> 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 yes, that is
0: true, Andre. Yeah. But, you know, you know, there are certain issues that, that, that only women really will engage yeah. with. So th- there's yeah. issues around security, there's issues around health, pregnancy, family planning, things like yeah. that. The idea that you're going to water that down, I think, is actively damaging
4: mm. to women. It feels even pointless talking about this. What is a woman? What isn't a woman? If Kia can't define it, it feels... It feels frustrating to even have this conversation. A woman is a a woman is a woman. But,
0: Pete, isn't this actually... Doesn't this cut to a bigger issue in the Labour Party? That actually now there are two Labour parties. We've talked before about the Red Wall where you and I are from and lots of people watching are from as well. You know, the the reality is Keir Starmer is a slave to pro-European woke Liberals in London. Obviously, when you go to a place like Wigan or Lee or Sheffield, these people have no interest yeah. in
1: that, but he is trapped. Well, this is the great thing about this story is that it was literally a month ago uh, the Labour strategist told the media that if Keir Starmer didn't change his position on women he mm-hmm. would lose the election on day one. Yeah. It's very interesting how mm-hmm. quickly Keir Starmer flips around and on all his positions on pretty much every issue just to seek power. This is my big concern about Keir Starmer is mm-hmm. I actually don't know what he stands for because he goes into one room and says one thing, he goes into another room and says a completely different well, thing. Well, I will tell you... That's,
0: that's my big concern about I will, him. I will tell you one thing about him, Jeremy Corbyn lost that 2019 election because of Keir Starmer's policy on Europe. Yeah. Jeremy Corbyn wasn't a credible candidate, and I understand that. He
2: was that. also a Brexiteer.
0: He was a Brexiteer. Yeah. He was,
2: but they wouldn't allow him, would they, momentum? they And as you say, Keir Starmer, they wouldn't allow him to get... He might have won. I'll, t-
0: I'll, t- I'll yeah. tell you something else. You know, I, I used to be somebody who was a Conservative strategist and wasn't very good at it, but I will tell you, the Conservative Party will serve up uh, transsexualism that all day during the general election. Yeah, the only will. thing that they said in, I think, 2015 was the SNP are going to break up Britain. Yeah. That killed mm-hmm. Miliband. Then 2019, Brexit won't happen. The next election, it's going to be, there's going to be drag story what time going in going every single school yeah. if Keir Starmer's elected. And I have to say, I don't think the red wall is as dead for Rishi Sunak it's, if he does it's, that. It's, Absolutely it's not. really not. No, the, no.
1: There, was, there was the kind of like, uh, three years since Keir Starmer became leader was, I think, last week. And there was kind of like a review card of him and Rishi Sun- is actually starting to considerably beat Keir Starmer on some of these issues. and he's closing the gap again and closing the gap again? 15% today.
2: Yeah, Yeah. so it's it's
1: really interesting how quickly Rishi is actually starting to eat into that Labour league. But actually,
0: Emma, I just wanted to ask you a question because you are somebody who's who's a a politico, you're somebody who's a political advisor by trade. You know, what does Keir Starmer do to balance that sort of working-class, traditionalist, pro-military, pro-family voters in, say, the north of England and the people in Islington who just have a completely opposite view. What would you do if it was you?
3: Well, I think I would say what I actually think and be consistent and mean it. And I think that (laughs) might be a bit of a struggle for a lot of politicians, to be fair, (laughs) Not, not just Keir Starmer. But I think that he has to say what he actually believes, and people do respond to that Emma, even if they don't necessarily agree.
0: Emma, you will never make it in political advice <laughs> if you tell him to be honest. I mean, that's a complete waste of time. Labour <laughs> anyway.
2: need their own Lee Anderson. That's what they need.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Labour had Lee Anderson. He was a Labour
2: <laughs> Party. Yeah. Yeah. not over it, didn't feel <laughs> that they? The working class was um, supported by the Labour yeah. Party. That
0: tells you everything, doesn't it? Yeah. OK, look, in terms of Keir Starmer, does he say. That one in a thousand women have a penis. I don't know why I'm even asking. Is it true (laughs) or false?
4: As as barbaric as it is, I dare say he would say that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, true?
0: It is true! (laughs) Muted applause. (laughs) Okay, so to Lois and to Go on, Andre. Hate crime experts at the University of Leicester are studying the English countryside to work out whether it's racist. (laughs) Oh,
1: it's got to be true, isn't Unfortunately, it? I know this is true, because this story about the kind of countryside being racist has been something that's kind of hanging around in the media for quite some time. I, think I saw There's that. a guy at The Guardian who is obsessed with this story. Um, <laughs> but what I actually think this is, this is th- uh, one of these kind of situations where people are looking at an issue through the, through the prism of race and race yes. alone. So I think if you're going out looking for racism, you will always find it. If you're going out looking for homophobia, you will always find it because you're deliberately looking for it. Is it
0: possible, it? Pete, is it possible that part of the reason why there's not Many black people in the countryside is because none of them are stupid enough to spend two million pounds <laughs> investing in a business that pays 25 grand a yeah. year. But, <laughs> yeah. but actually, on a serious note, I met the black farmer and we interviewed him on oh, one of my other shows. Of a of mine. Yeah, and what and what he said was: the reality is it's got nothing to do with the colour of your skin, it's got nothing to do with racism in the countryside. It's to do with inheritance. Yeah. Basically, yeah. people yeah. who own farms inherited them from their father, their father, their father, mm. all the way back for several hundred years. Mm. And actually, Bluntly, when these farms were established, it was just a
2: predominantly white well, I lived in the countryside for a long time. My boy was at school down there. My, my sister, who's mixed race, she came to live with me for a bit. Her dad's Jamaican. And she said that the best thing ever was a, a local shop that opened called Pony's Parlour, right, that sold planting and hair. <laughs> <laughs> and she said that was fine. She could buy hair pieces... You know Jamaican Planting food. Plantain and hair. I know. I know. <laughs> Parlor is an actual place in the street Pl- um, food and hair. You know, That's what more amazing. do you need? Indeed. No, but <laughs> well,
1: what, what really gets me about this is one of the people on the um, on this kind of review thing is the lady who was involved in the National Trust and how she kind of turned the National Trust into a woke institution now. Yeah. And there's no
2: white people on yeah. the panel at the pantry that gets Yeah. So this, this is my thing: it. is
1: like, how can they really say this is a kind of independent, evidence-led kind of research when you've got a woman like that on the panel who has of... already got this perspective but and Pete, she's going in yeah. with but that Pete, there's idea? A, there's
0: a lot of dishonesty associated with this. I was watching a lecture the other day by Lord something. The former High Court Justice, and he made a point that I didn't know. Edward Coulston from Bristol was not a slave trader. Right? You know, that statue got pulled down. He wasn't a slave trader. Thomas. Guy was not a slave trader. These were people who invested in multiple companies and a small amount of that investment yeah. were in companies that traded in slaves. You, if you, you listened to these people, you would know. think that Edward Colston made every penny he ever made yeah. off
2: slaves. And that simply isn't true. And you know, the same people who buy electric cars because they're, they're virtue signalling, which are made... Uh, the batteries are made using child slaves in, in other countries and stuff, the lithium, the cobalt, stuff like that. And the same people who would have been cheering with that statue yeah. being thrown into the water in but Bristol but makes but no but sense.
0: But, Lois, at the same time, you know, you look at Lewis Hamilton. Now, you know, I'm not going to be disparaging to the man. He's a great champion. He's great he does for Britain. wear some very odd clothes. But, 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 <laughs> but at the end of the day, when he's talking about people who benefited from slavery, it is simply an unarguable fact that Mercedes is one of the only companies still in existence that, 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 that was established using slaves yeah. during the Second World War. Now, you know, ultimately, what you are going to do about Virginia 200 years ago? I don't know. No. But what you can do now, you can. Pay reparations from Mercedes. But I just wonder, Pete, whether a lot of this is just about. Trying to absolve yourself of responsibility. I, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, mm. I think there is a lot of that. That if you deal with something that's historical, you don't really have to deal with the, with the current situation. Yeah. but yeah, I like mean, child uh,
2: slave. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh,
1: the prime example that I've just literally just come to me is the Guardian. The Guardian uh, had the yes. had a big review into their like um, kind of history, and it turns out that all their money that basically came from the slave trade. Mm. And yet I don't see many mass resignations coming from Guardian writers recently, do you? No, no. But yet at- they're very happy to tell everybody else what to do. Yes. it is all about. You do as it's like that classic thing as do as I do as I say not do as I yeah. do uh, and I, I think I think we need to start calling these people out for wh- how they're up well here. the other
0: the other the other question is how much of it is taxpayers' money now yeah. I don't yeah. know with the University of Leicester but it's a publicly funded institution yeah. and I just think that people have generated work for themselves do you know the other thing about these academics you think to yourself you know what why don't you not bother about this yeah. and actually try and find a, a cure for cancer? Because yeah. if we've got money to put into universities, let's invest in something else. Yeah,
2: but woke, but woke things get funding. So yeah, this, they do. this is the thing. It's like anything to do with ma- climate change stuff. The major, and the stuff. major get, money from this
1: is coming from a charity that's connected to Unilever, and Unilever was started um, by, uh, based on plantation owning mm. money. So yeah. I think this is a kind of like another kind of like um, I remember like whitewashing kind of. Do you know
0: what? I remember when I worked at the London Assembly. Yeah, I remember when I worked <laughs> at the London Assembly. <laughs> (laughs) somebody telling me about the racist speed camera. I said, how can a speed camera be racist? It's an inanimate object. <laughs> they he said, he said, it was placed on a particular street oh where it was God. known that more black people would drive <laughs> down. And I thought, oh, I'm simply no, not God. listening to this anymore. Yeah. But no. because if they
3: think that everyone's organised enough to get that sorted, <laughs> then they have yeah. literally never spent any time with the local council. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> OK, said. so
0: has the University of Leicester decided to investigate the countryside for being racist? Is it true or false? It's true. It's true. It's absolutely and unfortunately true! Yay! Now, this is one of those where I sincerely hope it's not true. A theatre in Canada is running a drag queen camp this summer, teaching children as young as seven how to become
3: drag queens. Is
0: it true or false?
3: Wow, I'm actually blown <laughs> away by that. Um, I, I, I think we have to say false just because it's just too... It's just too inexplicable for words that anyone would do that. It... Sexualisation of children in this manner... Is so wrong. I
0: actually agree with people who say that a lot of drag mm. is actually quite disparaging towards women because oh, the because yeah. the char- the characters are bitchy, yeah. self-obsessed, mm. obnoxious. Stop talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you think it's not that bad, Lacey?
4: No, I mean, as I, I said this time, time again, dress, drag was invented by Shakespeare. It's, it's an acronym it was standing dressed as dressed
2: as a girl, dressing wasn't it? up yeah. as girls. Yeah. That's
4: what it stands for. And it, you know, obviously, it was invented in time when women weren't able to do the things that, that men could do hence why they had to put coconuts in a bra.
0: You know, it's just not something for primary schools. Yeah. I don't no, understand it. why nobody gets it. Yeah. That's
3: why they have a dress code at most schools, mm. right? There are certain things, you can't have your skirt a certain length. Yes. I mean, they wouldn't be allowed to be sitting here with us today. But um, <laughs> you can't have your skirt a certain length. And it's for those same reasons. It's not about dressing a man, dressing up as a woman that anyone I don't think, anyone just, I know, would have an issue with. Adult, it's just isn't? not for children.
4: I agree. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, those, that's those where seven-year-olds shouldn't be allowed to do it, but let's yeah. not take the whimsy and the comedy yeah. out. Out right. of drag. But it okay. just isn't... But trivial. OK, okay. Let,
0: let me just throw this the other way around, because I've heard the argument before made, well, hang on a second, if drag story time shouldn't exist, why can Panto exist? Now, no,
2: now... it's very different. OK. It, it is very different, because a, a drag artist, it's, it's normally extremely sexual, the outfits are extremely sexual, mm. and the content is extremely adult um, content yep. as well. I love it. I absolutely love drag, but... It, it's not for kids. It's no, just not for no. kids. Pantomime, we've got some bloke standing there with big red rosy cheeks and a great yeah. big dress. I mean, it's very to me, different. To me,
0: the reason that a bloke plays Widow Twanky is because the the, the attempt is for it to be extremely uh, an extremely unattractive woman. Yeah. Mm. That's it. It's the reason why Buttons is often a woman, just because it's considered to be a better-looking person. We're
2: all a bit odd in this country. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Now, the, more think, the more I think about so, it, <laughs> it's but, not great, is it? OK, look, so... Um, has a theatre in Canada uh, started running drag queen camps this summer for children as young as seven? Is it true or false?
4: Again, I hate to repeat myself, but regretfully I would
3: imagine this to be true. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I agree. Every story at the moment, is, I we think it's true, even though we really hope it isn't. True. It's absolutely true! Oh, oh, no.
0: No. Okay, so this is the moment where I talk about this week's prize, and we've had some belters. Uh, so, by the way, you've got 15 points and you've got 20 points, but the prize this week is a weekend away in the Hotel Islamabad. Islamabad Pakistan. <laughs> uh, the hotel wow. is £8 a night normally. Uh, it has no breakfast, but apparently if you stay there, they are willing to give you a wake-up call. Which,
2: uh, <laughs> it, it probably is. So, is un- that the call to prayer? <laughs> unfortunately,
0: <laughs> unfortunately, flights are not included, nor is insurance nor is security, because it is in a bit of a rough part of town. But anyway, if you want to spend uh, the weekend in Islamabad, then you've got that all sorted. OK, so Go question on. five. Uh, anyone born after 1979 mm. will have to wait until they're 85 to collect their state pension under new proposals from the Treasury. What
2: about if you were born then or a couple of years after but you marry an 85 year old millionaire
0: now. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm it's And then they die 85. and then you're
2: sorted. That's I th- my life I plan. Thought,
0: I, thought you were, I thought you were thinking like I am. Uh, what what month in 1970? <laughs> <laughs> was was, they, what, are, you, are you a Thatcher or a Callaghan? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, this is actually a really serious, um, really serious story. We have a huge workforce problem in this country mm. now where there is not enough working people to start supporting um, an ageing population. When the new proposals go through, it'll be the first time the state pension has hit over £10,000. So that is... The, and that amount of money is simply not sustainable. Well, the state, it's the sta- simply not.
0: But the state pension anyway, right, OK, we always moan that pensions get an awful lot compared to children, but the reality is the state pension is, is not sufficient. And no. we talk about an ageing population, yeah. but I will tell you something. Honestly, as I sit here now, I would have real reservations about having children because, you know, their access to housing, is yeah. really difficult. I mean, you were talking about in, in average towns in the south of England, an average house is half a million
4: pounds.
2: Yeah. You know, it's just a nightmare. But we need to have more children, because if we don't have children, then we won't have anybody to pay the taxes yeah. to actually fund the pensions for us. That's <laughs> that's the reality. So but we need you to yeah, have children, yeah, Andre.
0: Yeah, but ordinary ordinary families, yeah. I think, are struggling to such an extent now no, that they no. can't afford to have kids. Now, now, what seems to be happening, as far as I'm concerned, is we make it incredibly difficult for people to have kids. We make the housing impossible. We don't support them financially. A lot of the schools are overcrowded and underfunded. And then what we do is we just decide to elbow in immigrants to take the place of yeah. the children that we're not supporting in this country. No, I yeah. think it's madness.
1: I think you're, you're 100% right there. I mean, this, has been a, like, this has been a growing problem for about 30, 40 years now. Mm. It's not like it's just suddenly happened out of nowhere. What annoys me the most is the way that so many people are just like, well, why didn't you see this coming? And I'm just like, people have been warning about this for so long. Yeah. And government, successive governments from all political parties... I've just roundly ignored it and, like you said, I've filled up the kind of workforce gap with cheap labour. Yeah. And, yeah. and now that's become and a huge problem. And a lot of people
2: go home as well. Yeah, a lot exactly. of people come here to work and then um, go home.
1: So Poland but, Poland is a prime example of this. They've now got a huge amount of Polish people going back to Poland. So they're not paying taxes on going. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah,
2: but women actually get a lot less. I mean, the, the the women that are claiming their pension now because they would have had time out of the workforce to have children and stuff like that. And so they get a lot less than, than the men. I I
0: I really worry about all of this, and I just look. You're talking about the state pension age, Mm. but actually, I still maintain that even when you get the state pension, unless you can top it up, you're in real trouble. And I'll tell you the other thing. The other thing, and, and I know it sounds like a horrible thing, but. The first question the social security people will ask you, the social services people, how big's your house? How much it's worth? Have you got a mortgage? How much? I'll tell you what, when when my mother fell ill, I'll be genuine, the first question was about the house. Mm. And, you know, I mean, she virtually had to sign it away on her deathbed to avoid the state taking it off her. People who've got homes are going to give them to care homes. It's a disaster.
3: Yeah, it is. I think that's absolutely true. And what you said about it not being enough to live on now is definitely not going to be enough to live on by the time we reach pension age, which is why... Every, per- every job application says we have a private pension yeah. now, at least the ones I've seen, um, because yeah. everyone's just accepted the fact that it's not going to be enough yeah, and you th- have to invest yourself.
0: But the other, the other thing is that amazes me, I think one of the biggest cons is national insurance, because if you pay into an mm. insurance scheme, the insurance company takes the money, invests it, mm. and then pays out when you need it. National insurance, the money that you are paying in, lasts no longer than four weeks in the, in the account of the, uh, of the guys collecting it. It is simply a tax.
3: Yeah, it is. It's a tax by any other name. And yeah. it's what I think we all refer to as a stealth tax, really. Mm. <laughs> but I just think it's exactly what you said before about the fact it's not enough to live on. It's only going to get worse. The yes. problem is just going to keep getting worse and worse. And we're not talking about it. As you said, Pete, it's, if we're not talking about it, I obviously do not condone rioting in the yeah. streets. Mm. But...
2: It is something that we need to be having a conversation about mm. and taking a lot more seriously as a society. But then they're Got also on. bringing in the whole concept of universal basic income. So at the same time as, you, as what you're saying is true, there seems to be an overdependence and over-reliance on the state where everybody is is at the trough.
0: It's exactly the same as when I was in my first week at university. I went down to a very well-known bank and received a credit card. And let me tell you, that was gone within five minutes. Yeah, the but same
3: when... with me!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, when, but when they, when they hand... Oh, by the way, they did say to me, the, the Overdraft is a limit, not a target. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but, but the reality is you think interest-free credit, I'll yeah. just I'll just spend it. Yeah. And I think with furlough, people just got the impression Britain is incredibly rich. The point I always make to people is the other guy is you. Yeah. There are some yeah. people mm. who earn 150 million a year. There aren't many of them. No. And by the time those people have paid their tax, there is nowhere near enough to fund all these schemes. Yeah, the no. other guy is you.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, I, I remember reading something not so long ago that to be classed in, like, the top 1%, it's not actually that large amount of money. I think it's less than 100k yeah. in terms of it other, income. It is, yeah. It's it absolutely other, staggering. The other,
0: the other problem that I would make, which is, which is really serious, there are some towns in the United Kingdom where earning say fifty or sixty thousand a year is a really, really good wage. And there are some places where you will live in absolute poverty. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. The, the the difference between, I don't know, uh, Ballam and Upper Ban is, is significant. Yeah. But anyway, mm. right, What's right up let Upper me... Ban. Uh, it's in Northern Ireland. See we like to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, Reverend Ian Paisley's old constituency. Oh, it is, it take is. me though, uh, No. OK. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, has anyone born after 1979 to wait until they're 85 to collect their state pension on the Treasury I don't think it's 85.
1: Mm. I, I don't think it's 85. False. So, false. False. It is false! Yay!
0: <clears throat> that was The Woke That Was, continues after the break. Welcome back to that was the woke that was. The government is proposing to feed cows methane suppressants <laughs> in order to protect the environment from their flatulence.
3: <laughs> oh, That's got to be true. And also, I think it might be a bit of a winner with other applications as well. That, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I don't mean to look at I'm you. i going to be for yeah. that? <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what, one of my friends on, on Facebook put up a picture and he said, my wife's taken me to a bovine auction. And there was a picture and I just went, what a cow. it <laughs> <laughs> was quite good. But look, I mean, I worry about this because I think that this is uh, veganism through the back door. You know, time and time again, I always say, you know, it's always alcohol that's the problem. Mm. It's always uh, meat that's the problem. You know, I think a lot of these do-gooders are finding reasons to stop us uh, living our lives the way that we want to. And I mean, you know whole, oh, you've got to stop eating beef to save the environment. You think, well, I'm not being funny. You know, you're talking about cow flatlands. Have you ever yeah. been to among, amongst a group of vegans. I think that's absolute bull, I really do.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: Lois, don't match, don't light a match near Extinction Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> They're a biohazard. But the thing is, Lois, I mean, what amazes us about this show is the number of times when we have read out fake stories yes. and they've become true. In fact, to the extent that Pete once suggested that he believes that the political left watch this show <laughs> <laughs> to come up with
2: ideas. Yeah. So the whole thing with the giving us a presence to Cass and stuff. It is. There is an agenda. And if you look at all the documentation, all the reports that are coming out, the House of Lords and the, and the House of Commons and all of the committees, they want us to reduce our meat consumption and dairy consumption to meet these net zero targets by 30 40%. But, yeah, but, but,
0: but I'll tell you something about you, Lois. You know, we've become friends through your campaigning on environmental issues. And actually, if I listen to what oh, you say. Oh, am your friend. You no. Know. But you
2: won't take me to where? Where is it? Uh, <laughs> okay. It's,
0: listen, it's not worth. Oh, I can't say that. No. Okay, but, um, <laughs> Look, look, at the end of the day, I've seen things said and written about you that that castigate you as an extremist. And all all you actually all you actually ever say is that we should be incrementally moving towards uh, reducing our carbon output, not, you know, let's, let's deny this or, or object no, to that. No, and no, actually, that's right. That's and actually, nice when you do. start talking about the dangers of electric cars with, with battery production, you know, it's by no means clear that going to electric cars as quickly as people are suggesting will help the environment.
2: It won't help the environment at all. I mean, it takes more CO2, you know, whatever you believe. It takes more CO2 to actually produce these cars. You've got the kids mining the cobalt and all of the other stuff. But, you know, you're talking about being an extreme. I mean, if you believe in the nuclear family now, you're a far right extremist. Yeah. You know, if you don't want people flashing their bits at your kids in a drag thing, that you're you're a, a far right extremist. So yeah. I
0: mean, yeah. look. Actually, let me let me stick with that. You're you're a mother. Do you worry about the state of the country?
2: Um, no, my kids will be all right. <laughs> they're they're super becau- unwoke. That's
0: because she's loaded. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just, Oh it's, oh, it's crass to talk about money.
2: Oh,
1: sh- oh shut has <laughs> got loads. Up. Oh, shut OK, up. No. Just, sorry, just really quick, just on this one. There is also the biggest problem of... Are they expecting farmers to pay for this? Because farmers are really kind of feeling the pinch right now when it comes to extra feed costs, land costs, energy costs. But they want to much... insects, don't
2: they? Yeah, so yeah. there's all that kind of stuff.
1: <laughs> so farming issues aren't really talked about very much because of that kind of rural-urban divide yeah. in our politics. Yeah, and, and
2: because they're all racist the <laughs> <country> <laughs> yeah, 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 and really, the yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, because but the University of Leicester is convinced they're all <laughs> racist.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, I, I, it'd be interesting. Like as food kind of shortages become more, not necessarily more common, but we start to see these stories a little bit more often. I think we will have to have a serious conversation about farming, and hopefully, it'll all fall in the right direction. But I'm not. I'm not. But, I know, Lisa,
0: but, but let, let me just say this to you, Lacey, before I ask mm. the question. You know, people are obsessed with Britain going into famine. Right, they're going. Oh, <laughs> yeah. there's going to be a Brexit <laughs> famine. Brexit. There's going to be a, a, a coronavirus famine. Mm. Now there's going to be, you know, oh, that uh, we've we've struggled a bit to get some tomatoes. It's a famine. They're obsessed. Mm. I got banned from a major TV show for suggesting that there wasn't actually going to be a famine in Britain.
4: Yeah. No, and yet obesity is still the biggest killer in the UK. So yeah, what can yeah, you yeah. do? Yeah, I've,
0: got, I've, I've got to be honest with you. Come on, let's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's reduce this down. Come yeah. on. Mind you, to be fair, I'm not this size because of the number of tomatoes I eat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all know that's true. thanks
4: to your, the ale. Yeah, it's, not, it's, not,
0: it's, 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 it's not bean sprouts and lettuce <laughs> over <laughs> the years. But okay, look, has the government suggested that we start giving drugs to cows to stop them being flatulent? Probably. Yes, probably. probably. It is true. Oh. <laughs> okay, so you're eighty points each. Are
2: we? Excellent.
0: <laughs> okay. Shadow Health Minister Liz Kendall oh. wants beer <laughs> pumps to display the number of calories in every pint. Is
2: she fat?
1: No, no, she's not. She's yeah. tiny. Oh, is my she? thing with these people, go away. Just leave me to have my yes. fun. Everybody knows I like a drink. Leave me to have my fun. They're, you're just ripping the fun out of everything. Besides, it is you, exhausting. Know,
0: you know, people who drink to excess are not worried about the calories because they're normally on the vodka.
1: Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah You only really drink so many pints that you have to switch <laughs> to spirits like yeah. every a normal person I don't does. think
3: many people go to a pub to make healthy choices <laughs> yeah. in stop ruining it. I've well, been, I've I been t- banned t- from
2: drinking anyway.
0: But I think, actually, I think, Lacey, it's the lowest common denominator, isn't it? It. because at the end of the day there are some people who are alcoholics there were some people who, who will eat to excess I mean I Ooh. watched that television or that 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 film where they were going oh, this bloke at McDonald's for three meals a day well not huh? even McDonald's recommend <laughs> you, you do that actually actually proved the reality the reality is just because some people, read me, drink 10 pints of lager, doesn't, doesn't, <laughs> a mean, day? That, doesn't mean that you should be banned from having no. one
4: or two. No, I don't, it's not a banning at all. I think the only reason this makes any form of sense in my head is because you see the calories now on everything else. Yeah. So You go into a restaurant, but the, the thing calories is, are there. More, you, you go into sorry, a supermarket, the calories are there. So, are you, so I'm, I'm just, you know... So your, it's, is,
0: your, is your argument that, that and I know I've heard lots of people say this, that actually in a free market, what we really need is very clear labelling, and actually this is a step forward
4: Ooh, absolutely i mean it's it's barbaric some of the labeling now don't you shake your head at me Peter Barnes. we'll come to you in a second <laughs> no not but, at all but 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 my, I, problem, my problem with i my... don't, I, don't I do not want to go to the pub and know how many horrific calories i'm consuming because yeah. i know it's far problem... too many too... but i'm just saying in the name of consistency they are everywhere else so i completely understand my... why it would be a lot can i
0: say position. to you my problem with proper labeling that explains the ingredients of stuff is i like haggis
2: <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I'd yeah. rather
0: not know. They always, say, they always say there's only two things people don't want to watch being made, laws and sausages. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it should be
3: an option to be able to find out the calories, and that option, I think, is normally available on the internet anyway. Okay. But it should be an option, but it shouldn't be thrown in your face because not everyone wants to see that. And there are other reasons that are sort of on the other side of people who might have eating disorders, et cetera, who mm. definitely don't want to see them. So you yeah. have to balance it, and it should be an option.
1: So this was the thing. When Liz Kendall said this, I think it was on the radio, like, uh, there was a big eating disorder charity came out and said whatever should like to basically just rubbish what Liz uh, Kendall had just come out and argued for, saying, like, if you do have an eating disorder, this doesn't help you. Going back to what Lacey was saying about clear labelling. Well, mm. Like you said, we've got labellings on everything, mm. yet the rates of obesity are going up. So people <laughs> may see True. it... But, No-one's paying attention to it. So it's kind of like, what's really the point?
0: but, But, Emma, I mean, I just feel like we live in a world now where if one person is offended, if one person is upset, if one person wants something, everybody else has to suffer. And I just... I do not understand why... This, this, this society now is just obsessed with, it hurts me, it offends me, therefore all of you have to change your lifestyle. I feel
3: like everyone's sort of going with, I need to get a grievance all the yeah. time at the moment. And when things like this are affecting the entire of society, because a small minority are offended, I don't think that's right, and I don't think the government should be stepping in to do that, but I do think it should be an
2: option. I do think See, things are weaponised as well. I do think, like, for example, the trans issue, I don't think that quite often it's the trans community pushing it. Yes, I think things yeah. are, I think there is a divisive strategy. I don't know why, I don't know where it's coming from, but for us to be in fighting, whilst all these massive stuff is happening in the background, which is taking mm-hmm. away our liberties and our mm-hmm. freedoms, you know. Uh,
4: no, I'll well, I tell you what, because no, I'm the most let fair libertarian person, you'll meet. You do you, I'll do me, and that's fine. But with all these changes, I just argue this is one of the least important ones. I mean, everything else is just so clearly labelled. It's just one of those things that shouldn't be prioritised. I mean, yeah, heck, the fact do... that we're even talking about yeah. it is somewhat yeah, ludicrous.
0: Yeah, but, Lacey, but Lacey but... we do... We do, we do meticulously go around supermarkets examining mm. labels. And when you go to bars and restaurants, yes. all of that goes out the window. I mean, yeah. the reason why if you go to a very popular chicken restaurant and try the sauce in there and it tastes different to the supermarket one, it's because the restaurant one is significantly more unhealthy.
4: Yeah. Of course, but the restaurant one is now more clearly labelled because they have to tell you, you how many bloody maybe. calories are in this. <laughs> you just drink,
2: I'm just think saying, it. I'm just saying, you're OK. Yeah. Am I all right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it will be fine. Obviously, it will be
1: fine. <laughs> Great
0: alcohol. <laughs> if you <laughs> However, if you drink neat vodka during Mike Graham's show, then you've probably got a bit of an issue. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Ten probably. in the morning's too early. No, anyway, no, there's only no. way to get through
4: yeah, but,
2: it. What did he say? Something.
0: No. <laughs> 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 okay. So, has Liz Kendall said that she wants beer pumps to have calorie signs on it? Is it true or false? It's true. It's yeah. absolutely true. Yay!
1: That Was The Woke That Was continues after the break.
0: Welcome back to That Was The Woke That Was. Women are now... Oh,
3: <laughs> <Why>?
0: <laughs> Look at Barnes's little face on this one. <laughs> right, OK, women are now allowed to swim topless in Berlin's public pools thanks to a new law. The judges have agreed that nudists have been a victim of discrimination.
4: I assume you've already booked your ticket to Berlin one <laughs>
0: The reality is, though, when you see nudists, it's always a disappointment, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's never the ones you want
1: to see nude, is yeah. it, really? No, <laughs> never. Yeah. No, but this is the thing. In Berlin and in Europe, they have a much more freer culture. They have this free body culture thing. So I presume it's, it's linked to this. And uh, it's, it's just this idea that they've been discriminated against I find really interesting. Um, but it's seems a like mental I've to I've me. To, I, have <laughs>
0: to, I have to say to you, I have to say to you, look... I don't think people should run around naked, but I, I can't think of a good intellectual justification for making it a crime to be completely natural. I mean, I don't want people to do it, but I also recognise that it is a bit ludicrous to, to, to force people to wear clothes.
3: I think it almost ties into what we were talking about before with the transgender drag issue, mm. which is when things are about freedom, it's one thing. When it's about sexuality, it's right. another. And I don't think that... No, actually, no experience myself, but I don't think that people are... <laughs> Nudists, because they want to be anything other than open and I don't think it's sexual. So I actually don't really see why this would be a problem.
0: I don't think, actually, I mean, I, I, look, I, I don't spend much time with German people, but you do get the impression... <laughs> why
2: but, why not?
0: Well, I don't know. There's just not many on my street. <laughs> um, but, um, but, 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 but the reality is, I don't think that going topless, a, a German person would consider to be some sort of um, exhibition, sexual exhibitionism.
4: It's less about sexuality. I mean, I know I describe myself to be most laissez-faire. The Germans yeah. <laughs> are the most laissez-faire when it comes to um, body openness, let's say yeah. that. Um, so, no, I completely understand why why that would be a, a motion that would be carried over there. If it's something that we could ever consider over here, I, yeah, I not.
1: I don't
2: fresh. think, think we'd ever... OK,
0: so up. are women allowed now to uh, swim topless in Berlin? Is it true or false?
3: very yeah, It is it. true! <laughs>
0: Barnes has booked his flights. <laughs> OK, so um, Agatha Christie's novels, including Poirot and Miss Marple, are to be rewritten to avoid upsetting modern audiences oh, with descriptions okay. of ethnicities being changed oh or removed. Oh, my God.
1: Agatha Christie has only been outsold by the Bible and yes. Shakespeare. And She's the greatest-selling novelist of all time and by quite a considerable distance. I mean, Can Marble, we please then?
2: stop? messing around but, but with things that are My classics. understanding is that that had already happened. But, but
0: here's why. Here's why I don't understand. I don't understand how you can take the word fat out of a Roald Dahl book, but then somebody in a thong can read it to five-year-olds. Yeah, yeah where, with mm. a penis.
2: Yeah. yeah. Completely, yeah.
0: completely I just no. don't understand where the consistency is on there this. There is no I mean, got... I'll be, th- be totally honest with you. I would rather hear the word fat in a book than see that book being re- read to a child uh, by somebody in fishnet stockings and, you know, and sexualized
3: clothing. Uh, I absolutely agree. I was going to say that what Barnes's point about um, not messing with classics is also tied into our rewriting our own history as a society. These things happened and these books were written. We can't erase our history just because it's um, in our now modern society. But
0: but, but Lacey, let me ask you this. Do we live in a world where what you say is more important than what you do. And allow me to explain, you know, I look at the Harvey Weinstein situation, Mm. and from what I can see, people in Hollywood enabled this guy for decades. Mm. When he sold his business and was no longer important, then everyone had a go at him and put hashtag me too. Mm. And then I watched the Oscars. Were these people who had enabled him started shouting at me and my family, Uh saying that we were involved in some sort of rape culture? Well, I'm afraid, no, we aren't. Nor are the people on my street. It's you lot. And I think that just putting... Hashtag me too should not exonerate you. Have you noticed it's only the
2: women who did become famous who complained about it? Well, I don't yeah. know. <laughs>
0: but, but, but I just I just think we're not interested in genuine discrimination. No. We're not interested in, uh, in in labour practices in Qatar, we're interested in saying we care and then doing absolutely nothing.
4: Absolutely. It is virtue signaling gone mad. And as you said, spot on. She, Agatha Christie is is one of the most lyrical, eloquent writers that have ever come to man. And um, the fact that we're even touching, like, yeah. how dare we even address the idea of touching her writing? She, she is wonderful and brilliant, and everything should be left as it is. Oh,
0: this yes. Is. Well
4: done. <laughs> hey.
1: Because this is, this is the great point, is that these are classic literature. This is classic. And they're of the time. And of the time, yeah. which means we're supposed to adjust to them, not them to us. Like, if you really want to understand something, you've got to adjust to the novel. And I just think there's a, a sense of rather moral superiority that this is the most moral we're ever going to get. Like, I'm not being funny. I bet in 50 years or 100 years, people will look back at us and think how immoral we were. And it's that kind of superiority that I'm just like, calm down a little
2: bit. Or too (laughs) prudish. Or too prudish.
0: Pete, I've said this before. Look, you know, 200 years, all these statues of Nelson Mandela. Mm. Nelson Mandela supported trophy hunting. He wasn't a vegan and he drove a fossil fuel car. 200 years, those statues are coming down. And all these people... but, but, But I've always given some advice. You know what my advice is? Do not give any money to charity. Do not bequeath anything. Stick the money in a trust fund so your descendants can be the obnoxious gits that pull down the statues (laughs) of the people that actually gave their money away. Don't waste your money. Don't waste your money. (laughs) Anyway, OK, so, Agatha Christie, is it going to be edited like Roald Dahl? It's
2: true. Yeah.
0: It's unfortunately true. OK, so that's 50 points to you and 70 points to you. OK, Oh please be true. <laughs> Donald Trump is number go. one in the iTunes charts with a single called "Justice for All." He is accompanied by prison choir of men who were all jailed for the January sixth attack. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, anything about Trump is potentially true, even yeah. though know? yeah. this sounds absurd. But I can. Any story about Trump, I think there's a possibility. But
0: it's (laughs) definitely true. Do do you think that uh, this um, prosecution that's going on in Manhattan is going to guarantee that he'll be the Republican nominee for president? Do you you buy into (laughs) this conspiracy theory that actually that's what the Democrats want because Biden is basically decrepit and DeSantos might beat him, uh, but Trump might not?
3: Um, That's an interesting idea, but again, it goes back to politicians not being that organised. I don't think there's any yeah. way
2: that they will have thought about that.
0: Yeah, but remember... time. Remember pain ta-
2: masters might be. Yeah, but remember,
0: remember that point. time <laughs> Joe Biden lost his door? Yes. Right? I mean, losing your, front door, <laughs> losing your front door is a disaster. Right? <laughs> at, least, at,
3: least, at least careless of that. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. I, Look, it's, it's a big white building. <laughs> you yeah, yeah.
4: I, I just think it's, it's, it's just another sign of absolute foolishness. They think that what they're doing to Donald Trump is going to diminish his reputation. No. But lo and behold, we all know about how it's going to see, rise his popularity see, this so is much. Thing.
1: For me, I think a lot of the Democrats have got somewhat of a tunnel vision and it's Donald Trump. They don't care about the next presidential election. They just want to get Donald Trump. Yes. And I think they seem to think that once they put Donald Trump in prison for something, all the MAGA supporters are just going to disappear mm. and everything's going to go back but to this normal. It is the naivety oh no, they'll, they'll of the highest empowered. order. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this, is, this is actually, dare I say there were significant problems related to racial tensions in Luton and the solution was to do absolutely nothing about Anjam Chowdhury, absolutely nothing about poverty, absolutely nothing about integrating uh, communities together, just jail Tommy Robinson. And, you know, you think to yourself, look, you might not like this bloke, but he is very much just the allergic reaction. The reality is the Democrats just think... Get rid of Trump and this whole problem goes away. Actually, there are significant divisions in the United States of America by people who feel that their traditions are being bullied yeah. by people on the coast.
1: Yeah, because you it...
2: just play into that. Absolutely. Because yeah, you also
1: have to remember that it's not just the kind of MAGA hat wearing. Uh, voter that voted for Trump. There's also lots of kind of middle-class people, lots of uh, yeah. rich people, lots yeah. of different kind of people yeah. voted for Donald Trump, and they just seem to have this idea, oh, they're all these, like, slack-jawed yokels from, well, from wherever. And I'm like, you couldn't be more people,
0: wrong. People forget that nine million, nine million Obama voters voted for Donald okay. Trump. Yeah. And basically right. that's because he was trying to bring back economics to, yeah. to poorer communities. Yeah. Anyway, is he at number one in the iTunes charts?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Shall be. we do it in faith? Yeah. Okay. In hope, in yeah. faith. Hope and faith.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and they're characters from another TV Call show, it. aren't they? Yeah. true. Yes, true. It is true. <laughs> but is it
2: great? Really great.
3: That was the
0: woke that was. Continues after the break. Welcome back to that was the woke that was. Uh, chocolate company Cadbury's have announced they're releasing a limited edition cream egg filled with gravy that will only be available Aww. in Northern England. Look right, at come his on. Face. come <laughs> on, come on, come <laughs> on, Pete! Let's offend the people of Wigan. Don't,
1: don't you but tease me with a good time?
0: Let's, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, come, come on, lads! Let's have a bath. Let's have a Cadbury's oh, cream egg. This is, this is the
1: thing. I don't really have the Wigan accent. I don't have a, I have a bit of a Northern accent, that kind of thing. But I tell you right now, my love of Gravy runs deep, like
0: <laughs> it really does. Egg. I, oh,
1: I'll, I'll put it on literally. Anything, I remember. Anything. I remember anything.
0: I remember speaking to a Dutch bloke who was describing British food, and he said the way that British people cook is to incinerate the meat <laughs> to such an extent that it needs to be rehydrated <laughs>
1: with the sauce <laughs> they call gravy. I, 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 I didn't did, uh, did uh, know. Did know you had my mother's cooking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mum.
1: Sorry, Mum. This
2: it is a Cadbury's question because a friend of mine calls this my Cadbury's. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. yeah all you need is the things. Phil
0: Collins drums yeah. and you are going for it.
1: <laughs> no, but, uh, God, I really hope this is true. I don't think... Would you... Is- well, hang on, hang on, look. Would you yes. eat it? Yes. We, we've, pre- <laughs> we've previously insulted
0: the pie-eating of Wigan. <laughs> but would, would you eat a chocolate and gravy pie. It's oh not
2: the my. worst
1: thing I've ever eaten. No, no I
2: wouldn't.
4: Oh, I really
0: wouldn't. That's enough no, about your no, private life. No. <laughs> so so, 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 we, so we, we were mocked on walking about Wigan, right? Uh, for, me, for me, saying that Wiganers are only interested in pies, you the most passionate you've ever <laughs> been is that, is that <laughs> oh, this is so He's
4: like stressed Eric. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> the
3: kind of that
1: <laughs> is gravy that important? Oh, I, love I love it. I love it. I It's my favourite bit of a Sunday roast.
4: I, I can't ever I have much respect for you before, but now <laughs> I think we've reached a
0: all Is it
1: true, Pete? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is
0: it true, Pete, that if you go into a fish and chip shop in Wigan and go, as that out moist... Out
1: moist. Yeah, as they're out moist, no, out moist. they and will it, pour gravy and then on you your you pie. Need, you need this thing called pea wet, oh. which is, ah! <laughs> which, pee is wet. which is the juice. We don't need to know about <laughs> your love life. Which is the juice from mushy peas, and then you drizzle it all over the top of your fish.
2: Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, so let's, just, let's just be clear.
0: We, Wigan, Wigan is now in a position where they're not even bothering eating the peas. <laughs> yeah. What they do is draining the peas, Close selling enough. them to a richer town, and then drinking the candies yeah. My goodness me. did uh, Orwell get
2: tuberculosis in Wigan? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> so, Why did you do that? Oh, honestly. <laughs> oh. he, jumped,
0: he jumped in the canal, bounced off, and died
1: of hepatitis.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, yeah. okay. So, has the chocolate company Cadbury's uh, created a cream egg don't filled so. with gravy?
1: Uh, sadly, no. I don't think they have. It sadly. is four. Yay!
0: Okay, it's the f- you're both tied. Ooh. This is the deciding question. Jennifer Aniston <laughs> has claimed that the younger generation. Don't watch Friends because they find it offensive. Is that true or false? I mean, I found it offensive because the jokes were so
3: bad. But... <laughs> I kind of tempted to say, as Chandler would say, could that be any more ridiculous? Yay! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's Are we... <laughs> here. I mean, we that's can that's
2: here, we. how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that Is it, Lacey,
0: Lacey, is it... Is it worth reviving these out-of-date TV shows? Yeah.
4: I mean, you know, it, it, should classics be allowed to die? No, I don't think so. That's why they're called classics. That's yeah. why they they yeah. could be repeated time and time Yabby again. Yabby,
0: to be fair, you like Shakespeare. I <laughs>
4: did. He it's is rubbish. brilliant. No, no is I, I Do I've had enough of this?
0: <laughs> I'm sure that there are people, sad individuals, who just sit there watching things, trying to find a reason to be offended. Yeah. Honestly, yeah.
3: I'm triggered by a lot of the trigger warnings. Because <laughs> <it's> just <laughs> too, it just annoys me too much. But it's biggest, interesting biggest, you say biggest.
2: that. I was thinking about that with League of Gentlemen, because at the beginning on Britbox, it says, this reflects the humour at the time. I thought, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> doesn't. it was sick <laughs> then. That's why it was funny. You know, it really does not yeah, reflect and also, the humour at the time. So
0: li- Little Britain was intending to push the envelope, no, wasn't it? Was it? Really what, what was funny was you go, you could, you say
1: yeah. that. Yeah, that was that. it. Yeah,
2: it was Do you know
1: what's really interesting though is a lot of these kind of new woke comedies—they are absolutely savaged by audiences. They, so, they're not funny. So, so there was this one that called Velma, which is the character from Scooby Doo, mm. and it's written by Mindy Culling, who was yeah. in the Office, yeah. and it's—it's it's like the worst-rated show of all time it's with on the gay Rotten.
2: One. Was hmm? filming the, film the game? Yeah, one. she
1: was like the lesbian yeah. one. And they've yeah. turned her into like a proper woke lesbian kind of character. Right. And it has been savaged. Absolutely savaged. So, savage. Because what was really funny is she was in The Office, one of the most successful shows of all time yeah. in America. And she said, oh, we couldn't make that again. Yet that continues to stream yeah. incredibly well. Yeah. And her new show has been panned. Course, I am getting like a little it. sick and tired of these people telling us what's funny. Audiences decide what's funny. The prompt, the prompt, we the prompt, get to decide, the... not you.
0: The problem is with all of these things, no matter how much you sit round saying that people like these things, they just don't. No, they and they don't. vote with their feet. I yeah, mean, yeah. cinema attendance is going through the floor. Anyway, look, Jennifer Aniston has oh. she now denounced friends saying that young people find it offensive.
3: What do you reckon? I reckon it's true. Yeah? We'll get yeah. To you. We really, really need to win this mini break. <laughs> 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 we'll
2: get you. What, so it's lava islamabad It is absolutely <laughs> true! <laughs> Yay! Yay.
0: So, listen, big congratulations to Emma Barr and Lacey Butcher who are going to that wonderful (laughs) holiday in Islamabad. That will be a wake-up call. (laughs) Believe me. Thank you also to Pete and to Lois. I'm off now to impersonate Henry VIII, Big Belly. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs)